Hello, welcome back to the Be A Lion podcast. So happy that you're joining me. If you're in your car, maybe in the morning when you're waking up and getting ready, that's when I usually listen to podcasts. But I am really excited and amped up to share this information with you all today. It has been quite a day. It's like one of those days where time just went by so fast. And I feel like when I get zoomed in on projects that I'm working on, I'm just like, where did the day go? And I don't have a lot of days off from work. So whenever I have the day off, I try to get projects done. So I've been looking forward to recording this podcast all day. And here we go. So today's topic, we're just going to keep this, you know, as short as we can for how vast this topic is, um, since this is a solo podcast, but I really just wanted to introduce the human design system because this is something that I talk about a lot in my content and it's a service that I offer and it's something that I just really want to share with the world and get out there because it has impacted my life so much and the lives of my clients and everybody that I tell about it. So I just wanted to dedicate, you know, a whole episode around the basics of human design and really what it's done for me and how it's shifted my life. So basically human design is kind of like a mishmash of a bunch of different systems like the Kabbalah and the I Ching and astrology. And it was a system that was downloaded in 1987. And by downloaded, I mean, you know, received from the ethers and created. And by a man named Ra Uruhu. And I don't believe that was his birth name, but, you know, that's his, that's his spiritual name. And it is just such a beautiful body of work because basically you put in your birth time, your exact birth time and the place of birth, and it spits out this chart for you that looks super confusing if you don't know anything about it. It's just like a bunch of colors and it looks like, um, you know, it looks like a body and then you see all of these symbols and it, yeah, the first time I saw it, I was like, what is this? It's so confusing. But when you actually are able to get it decoded by a reader or by just doing research on your own, it is fascinating and it gives you so much insight in who you are and who you are meant to be and your energetic gifts and your tendencies and, you know, some shadow attributes that can show up and really just how to give yourself permission to be yourself and to create more flow in your life. So... If that sounds good to you and that sounds exciting, then maybe human design is the right system for you. I think it should be for everybody, (laughs) but you know, that's just my opinion. So basically I found out about human design about two years ago and I found out about it through a podcast and immediately I got lit up with the information that I was hearing. I was just so excited to explore this thing and dive in, even though it sounded so esoteric and they're talking about energy types and all of this stuff that they learned about themselves through their charts. And I just blew my mind. I'm like, I want to learn about myself because that's definitely something that's been a theme the last few years of my life is really just learning about myself. And as I found out with my design and my chart, that that's not something that comes easily to me. Just knowing who I am and my gifts and what I'm capable of is something that I really need feedback from others. So even just having that piece of information has been super helpful. But really, like I said, what it actually is, is just permission to be yourself. And it's a way to see your loved ones in a different light 
and have more patience and more compassion. So I think that's really beautiful. So just to break it down, human design is a blueprint of your energy. So it's a blueprint of your aura. And what the system is going to do for you is show you how your your aura and your energy engages with the universe. So basically, we're not all meant to operate in the same way. And it's really freeing to learn that because usually your natural tendencies and the the ways of navigating life that feel good to you are the ways you're actually supposed to be doing it. And it's just society conditioning you to be like a different energy type. And we'll get into that in a minute. So basically, there are five different energy types. There are projectors, manifestors, manifesting generators, reflectors, and generators. And I am a manifesting generator. So finding out this information changed my life in a way that gave me acceptance of myself and an understanding of how my energy works. So basically, a manifesting generator is this multifaceted, multi-passionate, which if you know me, <laughs> you know that I'm like this. And we're really here to dip our toe in everything that life has to offer. And we're here to uplift and to play and keep things fun, you know? So finding this out really allowed me to add play into all aspects of my life. And to know that my energy uplifts others was just like something so cool. But also the shadow side of being a manifesting generator is that we can be called flaky or we can be known to start things and stop things. And that can be frustrating maybe for those around us who aren't manifesting generators and don't function like this because we're not meant to continue doing something if it doesn't light us up. Our whole point of life is to feel lit up and feel excited. So that's where it can really get tricky is when we're getting conditioned by society to maybe, you know, like the whole 10,000 hours thing, like you start something and then you lose energy for it and you still push through and keep doing it. And then you're miserable and you get frustrated. So what I've learned is sometimes I need to start something just to get the lesson from it. And then stop it when I don't have the energy for it anymore and it's not lighting me up and so even if I just did some like a hobby or you know an aspect of my work maybe I just did that for a few weeks or a month or a few days and then I'm like no I'm not into that anymore it it really was just a quick little in and out for me to get a quick lesson and then I'm done with it and that's just how my energy functions so mangens tend to be kind of commitment phobes in certain regard but when you break it down it really is just that you're supposed to do what lights you up and once you find something that lights you up and offers a lot of variety and you know challenge then you can keep doing that thing so that's basically how my work has been and you know i think about my job or jobs and mangens are really meant to they're not meant to live linear lives so we're not the standard go to college nine to five type of thing we tend to work odd jobs and experiment with different things um if you're i mean if you're living your design that is so 
mangens that are in that kind of nine to five grind maybe and aren't feeling lit up by their job and tend to get frustrated that's kind of wise maybe your job doesn't offer enough variety or you don't feel challenged or you don't feel like you're able to uplift energy and be playful with what you do so you know my trajectory was really like I went to college and I did that whole thing but I just never resonated with any of the jobs that were in my field and it was kind of like I just went to college to check it off a list And I'm not saying that college is a bad idea by any means, especially if you are young and you are thinking of going to college or if you're at any age and you're thinking of going to college, there's definitely benefits to it. And I'm glad I did it. But at the same time, I got out of school and I was like, well, what do I do? I don't, any of the internships I did were just kind of a drag for me and I wasn't really excited about them. So I really just kind of went into the service industry and, you know, started bartending and serving and dove into that. And that was fun because I was around people all the time and I got to be social and it was fun. But at the same time, it wasn't challenging for me. And once I got good at that job and I couldn't really go anywhere else, I wasn't, I didn't want to manage and go into that. It just didn't light me up. So I kind of was getting really frustrated and that was bleeding into all areas of my life. And frustration for a manifesting generator is it's really, we call it your not self theme and it's almost, I call it your check engine light. So it's kind of like, it's an indicator that you're not on the right path and you need to go get an oil change or go look under the hood and see what's going on there. And it's not anything to be afraid of for my generators out there, but it's just a really good indicator that there's something going on. And if you just feel this underlying frustration that you think is coming out in all aspects of your life, then it's just time to reevaluate what you're doing and see how you can get on your path and live your design a little bit more. So What I did was start to think about all the things I loved learning about in my free time. And at the time it was fitness. So I would be watching YouTube all the time and, you know, reading books about fitness and posting on Instagram about it. And I realized I should go into personal training. And I had all these doubts around it, of course. I think when you, anytime you do something new or you want to venture into a passion, it's, you have that imposter syndrome of like, who am I to do that? But I got through that because I just, you know, I watched so many videos and I was so inspired by other fitness professionals that I was seeing that it made me feel like I could do it. So I ended up signing up for an in-person school to learn how to become a personal trainer, which is pretty cool that there's something like that in Arizona here. But um, it really just got me so excited and I felt like I had purpose again. And even though I was still bartending, it made me enjoy bartending more because I was doing this cool thing outside of work. And... I had a plan, you know, I had, I had something that lit me up and I had purpose. So I got a job really quickly after graduating from that, as you do when you're on the right path, the universe just throws things at you. And it was with my current business partner, Stephanie, who owned a gym at the time, owned a small studio. And she really was a mentor to me and took me under her wing and taught me everything she knew. And she taught me everything I know about Pilates, about reformer Pilates, and really just you know, strength coaching and how to be a coach. And it, that was, it's completely invaluable to me and it totally changed my life. So I'm super thankful for her and little did I know she would become my future like business partner. So that is how Tricor was born. And that's the, the studio, the gym that I currently work at. And personal training just opened up so many doors for me. And this is kind of where the fun of being a manifesting generator comes in. And that playfulness is, It was 
personal training led me to body work, stretch therapy, and then stretch therapy led me to energy work and spiritual coaching and emotional work and all of this other stuff. So it was like from doing one thing that lit me up and excited me and helped me uplift others and live my purpose, it led me to all of these other things that could also do that. So that's really the thing about being a man done is coming up with a job that allows you to have variety, whether that's at one job or many jobs like I do. Um, you know, and even within the gym, I have different responsibilities there. I teach group fitness. I do private sessions. Um, we all split the social media work and that kind of stuff. And, you know, we all kind of help out and do all sorts of things around the gym. And then I have a private office that I see clients out of and I do remote coaching and, human design readings now and all sorts of stuff so it's really just when i look back at my life in the last couple years really i have to say that human design was the thing leading me and allowing me to know what was right for me and the thing to know about generators is that we get gut responses so it's almost like this yes no black or white answer from your gut that tells you something is right for you. And sometimes your mind doesn't know why something's right for you because your mind is just a processing agent. And my theory is that we just exhaust our minds too much and our body is actually supposed to give us a lot of wisdom. And so that's really what you learn through human design is how your body is giving you that wisdom and how to make decisions. So I'm what we call an emotional manifesting generator, which means my solar plexus is defined and I have an emotional wave. So basically... I'm, my whole life is kind of colored by my emotions, my emotional wave. And so the way I make decisions is really to wait for clarity and wait for those emotions to fizzle out, almost like a fog clearing. And the way that that's changed my life is I really am so far less reactive because growing up, I just remember being like so incredibly reactive to situations. I remember being called a reactive child and it was just challenging for me because I would feel this emotional energy just take over and it needed to come out. And, you know, maybe in a fight, I would say something I totally didn't mean just because I was feeling that emotional charge. And I would have these like spontaneous highs and lows that would make me feel kind of, you know, all over the place. And I thought there was something wrong with me. And then when I learned about human design, I learned that's actually just how my emotional wave works. And now I'm super chill about it because when I'm in my wave, I'm just like, okay, what goes up must come down. And I'm kind of like inner parenting myself through that whole situation. So I think that's really just one of the more impactful things I've learned from human design is about how my emotions function and and that I'm meant to feel emotions and I'm meant to share my emotions and talk about that and um, bring less stigma around emotions. And actually I have a lot of energy coming out of that solar plexus center, which you know usually means that there's a reason for that. And that's what intrigues me so much about doing emotional coaching and emotional deep diving with people is a lot of that energy that comes out of that center. It's just, it really is a fascination for me. So... So the way being an emotional authority works with having a gut response is that as soon as those emotions fade away and the fog has cleared, you're able to hear your gut and access it. And so basically, I can actually ask my gut questions, you know, yes or no questions, and I can feel this sense of clarity. And if like, let's say I'm 
you know, deciding whether I want to go do something that could be fun, it's, does that light me up? Like, does it make me perk up in my chair? Does it get me excited? And all my generators out there should know what I'm talking about. It's just this feeling, you know, this feeling that I have right now when I'm doing this podcast and talking about human design, it's like, blah, 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 blah. I can just talk forever. It's just exciting. And people love to be around that energy. It's, it's uplifting and it's sparkly and bubbly. So that's really the generator energy when you're living your design is just this feeling of like, I love my life. I'm so excited to do what I'm doing and I'm spreading that everywhere and I'm spreading this like creative sacral energy everywhere I go and uplifting others and, you know, creating that within others. So that's what's really fun to learn about yourself. And each type has their own magic to it. So it's so cool when you start learning how the types mingle together and how you can understand your friends and your loved ones better. And it's just this vibe that you feel when you're around somebody. Once you start learning about these energy types, it's like you can start guessing. I bet they're a projector. I bet they're a manifester. And it's kind of a fun game. Like some of my friends and I play that are hip to this. So it, but it really is just like, it's such a beautiful thing because you're not, you stop comparing yourself to others. You're just like, oh, that's like not in my chart. And the beauty of it is that you have access to that energy when you're around that person, when you're mingling with their aura, something that might not be defined in your chart becomes defined when you're around them. And so it's super fun once you know how your energy shifts when you're around other people and you know, if you're collaborating with somebody, you can see what their gates are and seeing how your gifts mingle together. And I just really think that's so beautiful. So what are the other types? I'll just kind of give a quick rundown. So there's manifesting generators, which is what I am. And we're kind of like a hybrid between manifestors and generators. So we get the gut response, but our energy moves a little quicker than um, pure generators, we call it. And then there's the pure generator, which I guess a pure generator technically wouldn't have an emotional center defined. Um, and then an emotional generator would have the emotional center defined. So a pure generator is really that very clear sacral gut response. You get that yes or no answer and you are just this sparkly, like lit up person that ha creates a lot of energy and you have a lot of stamina and you're able to really see things through. So I would say the, the big difference between manifesting generators and pure generators is that manifesting generators are going to be, you know, trying to try a variety of things and dipping your toe in different things. And we have a little bit more of initiation energy perhaps than the pure generator. And we learn really fast, but maybe sometimes because we learn so fast, we miss things. So we have to go back and maybe relearn something and see what we miss. Whereas a generator is going to be a lot like slow and steady wins the race, more methodical about it. Um, and it, manifesting generators energy is just like a little more quick and quote unquote all over the place, which I hate that term, but I've learned to embrace it. So, you know, I'm not mad about it. So moving on from that, um, and one thing more I'll add about generators is you, you usually know when you meet one that's living their design because they're just like this sparkly, bubbly, like juicy energy that's just like people can't get enough of them. So that's really like their whole point in life is to just bring that energy around and light people up. And the way they do that is by doing what they love. And so that they're not in that frustration of not, they're not self frustration. And then projectors, 
I have a soft spot for projectors because I seem to attract them. I so I clearly need their energy and you'll notice that that you end up kind of attracting the energy that you need in your life to help you because that w- that's what we're all here to do is to help each other out. So my mother is a projector, my business partner Stephanie is a projector, one of my best friends is a projector. I have several clients that are projectors and you know, I really just love what they bring to the table. I love their energy. A projector that's living their design is incredibly magical. And I'm going to say that about every single type, just so you know, because every type has its own magic. But projectors are really here to be the guides. They're here to bring efficiency and to see the big picture, which is hard sometimes when you're a generator because that sacral energy gives you blinders. So you're so focused on doing your creative work and doing what lights you up that sometimes we can't see maybe there's a more efficient way to do something. And that's where projectors come in and they really are good at seeing into people and you can't get anything past a projector. Like <laughs> you, good luck lying to one because they're gonna see through your shit. So that's why they can be such good advisors and guides is because they're not going to let you get away with anything. And the interesting part about that is when a projector is really living their design, they're not giving you unsolicited advice. So they're just kind of, you know, waiting for you to come to them to seek out their wisdom. And that's what I've learned about my projector friends is I can truly go to them when I need their wisdom. And I know that it's going to be legit. (laughs) And they're not going to fuck around with me. They're going to tell me like it is and what I need to hear. And they're going to see it from a different perspective that I'm honestly not even capable of seeing it from. So usually each projector has something that they're gifted at, and it could be multiple things, but it's something that they can really obsess over and want to fine tune and see differently. It's something that they would bring efficiency to that they see differently than other people. Like for example, one of my best friends is a projector and she's a beautiful musician and she really, you know, she writes the kind of music that she wants to hear and she hears today's pop music and is kind of like, eh, it doesn't really do it for me, but how would I do music differently? And she has such a good ear for hearing all the little details, like being in the recording studio with her is beautiful because she hears all these things that I just don't hear and I don't understand. And she can kind of like, hear the whole song and all these little nuances that she wants to put in it and it's just really cool and then projectors just tend to be a little bit more sensitive to energy so they really feel things and like they can walk into a room and just instantly feel the vibe of the room and because they are what we call non-energy beings they don't have that sacral center defined. They don't make their own energy. They have to be, you know, just a little bit more aware of how much energy they have to output and how much they have to give and just take rest when they need it and not buy into that conditioning of like, you're lazy, which is what a lot of projectors have been told their whole lives just because they don't emit that generator energy. And truthfully, from the statistics I've heard, it's projectors are only like 20% of the population. So our world is really more set up for generators and projectors are here to help us get out of that like work, work, work mindset, work smarter, not harder type of thing and bring that efficiency or else we're all going to burn ourselves out, even those of us that have our sequel defined. So projectors are so important to the collective consciousness. So that's why I love doing readings for projectors because I really get to coach them around how 
what they have to bring to the table is so beautiful and they don't need to compare themselves to generators or manifestors and try to function from that standpoint. Um, the human design reader that I learned from is named Jenna Zoe and I love how she compares the energy types to those of the animal kingdom and she says you know the generators are the tigers and the lions in the prairie and the projectors are the birds up on a perch and instead of trying to be a lion or be a tiger when you're not meant to be it's like let's have you be the best bird you can be so that you can actually do what you're here to do and when the lions are down there they have their blinders on and they can't see if there's you know an antelope over there that they need to go get for dinner <laughs> so the projector is able to have that bird's eye view and really see how they can be more efficient and know the clear direction to take so next up we have manifestors and i love me some manifestors manifestors are only eight percent of the population i believe and they are here to initiate they're here to rally energy start movements and create change which is really powerful energy Manifestors have usually in history been the leaders, as you can understand why, but nowadays it seems like they're ready to kind of take a back seat and just do whatever they want to do and not have to be, you know, such leaders and in charge of so much. And so I really believe that projectors are going to start being like the new world conscious leader because of the way they operate. We kind of need more of that energy with the current consciousness of what's going on. But aside from that, manifestors are here to create change. So they're really here to do whatever it is that they want. And their strategy in life is to inform. So really all they have to do is tell people they're going to do something. And then that's going to, you know, people are going to create change from that. Um, I have a friend who's a manifester and he talks about when he started implementing healthy habits and going to the gym and, you know, taking care of himself, then his family members wanted to do the same and he all he had to do was tell them what he was doing he didn't even have to talk them into it that's how powerful that manifestor energy is and manifestors are here to birth things so you know they could get a download and birth a movement or birth a project but they're really not supposed to get too married to that project because they're going to get urges to go do other things in life and so maybe they birth a movement and then they hire some generators to take over and then those people will carry that on, you know, and they'll still play a part in it, but they're really just kind of here to be that vessel and bring that new information and that change for the world and then kind of move along and do whatever and keep doing it and do whatever the hell they want, you know? So it's, like I said, it's a really powerful energy. It's polarizing and their auras will either attract people or repel people based on if that person is good for them. So, you know, sometimes you could meet a manifester and just be totally repelled by them. And maybe it's just because your energies aren't meant to engage with each other. And so this can be kind of challenging for manifestors to navigate because they tend to fall into this like people pleasing because when somebody's repelled by their aura it can feel like rejection and that doesn't feel good. So they tend to get conditioned to be people pleasing and trying to make everybody like them when in reality they are just supposed to really stand firm in who they are and what their mission is and they're designed to get people amped to go out and make changes in their lives something that can be really fascinating about manifestors is the way that they get urges and you know when you're a kid it could show up as the urge to run across the street and that could be dangerous or just this urge to go play next door and 
it, my niece is six years old and she's a manifester and it's so fun to watch her just be a kid and be in her manifester energy because she doesn't know any better and she's not conditioned not to be who she is and she's so unique and she's so herself and she just doesn't care which honestly is inspiring i think we can learn a lot from kids especially because they are all living their designs because they don't know how to be any different she really doesn't care what other people think about her. And so I think that is super expansive for manifest out, manifestors out there to take in and just be like, if you didn't care what anybody thought of you, what would you be doing right now? And sometimes these urges that they get are totally unexplainable. And the strategy is to inform people what you're going to do. So let's say you have an urge to start a business or start a new project. Just let people know you're doing that. And it doesn't have to be you know, you're not looking for advice. You're not looking to justify what you want to do. You're just helping people feel involved in your life because manifestors can move so quickly and be going from one thing to the next. It can be confusing for your loved ones. So it's just important for them to feel included and to just know what you're up to essentially. And then that from there, they can support you and back you and be a part of whatever it is you're doing. And then last but definitely not least is the reflectors. And reflectors are here to be exactly what their name says, a reflection. They're a super rare energy type. I think only 4% of the population. I've only actually ever met one in person and it was Teal Swan when I went to her completion process practitioner training. And she's an extrasensory and can see and feel and just everything. It's really mind-blowing. And then one of my clients has a daughter who's a reflector. I haven't actually met her, but apparently she has these extrasensory gifts as well. And it just sounds very incredible and mind-blowing. So they're really here to be incredibly wise when they're living their design because they can be anything they want. They're so open that they can kind of take on the energy of anything. Um, Teal calls herself the mirror because she can, it's really fascinating to watch. There's some videos of her on YouTube doing it, but she can take on the consciousness of anything and reflect it back to you. So she can take on the consciousness of like a part of you or an you know, an animal, anything. And it's just really interesting to watch. So that's really valuable for the collective when you think about it, because we can't see ourselves correctly and we can't see the issues that we're having in society and, and things like that. Um, I believe Michael Jackson was a reflector. So if you think about how he operated and what he was going through, if that was a reflection of our society at all, then, you know, it's kind of like, oh, we're in trouble here. We got to we got to do something about this. So that's really where reflectors shine is mirroring back to us who we are. And if a reflector is living their design, they're just incredibly wise. Like I said, they're sensitive and they're able to pick up on things that we might not be able to pick up on so easily. They're lunar beings. So chances are they're fascinated with all things, the moon and, you know, crystals and rocks and stones and, they're, they just have this like glowy energy to them that's really hard to describe unless you're actually around it. So I'm fascinated by reflectors. I hope to meet more because I just think they're so interesting and it's just such a unique type that, you know, I'm like I said, I'm just fascinated by them. So I know that was a really quick rundown of the energy types and I mostly talked about generators because I am a generator, 
but I definitely want to get more into this and get deeper and, you know, kind of pick apart each type. So I'll probably do another follow-up episode where I get into each type a little bit more. And I plan to keep talking about human design with my guests. So as I have guests on, that's going to be a question that I ask them is, you know, how do you feel about your energy type and your design? And, you know, I'm going to give each guest a little mini reading so they can kind of get to know who they are if they're not familiar with it so that we can keep talking about this so you guys can learn about it too because I really think this is something that is a game changer. And like I said, it will create so much more flow in your life and just help things feel exciting and easy and fresh and just live your life the way it's really meant to be lived. So I've I've experienced that and I hope for everybody to experience that. If you are curious about diving into your human design, I do offer a blueprint and a reading as a service. So you can check out my website, howtobealion.com to get more information about that. Also, last announcement, there is still time to sign up for the Love Lion Medicine Wheel. It is a collaboration between myself and my dear friend, Olivia Holiday, and we are doing a year-long self-discovery program where we meet once a month and have a workshop, and you know, it's going to be freaking magical. I've been posting on my Instagram about it a lot, so you can find some more information about it there. But really, it's all about self-healing and ritual and learning about your magic and your medicine that you bring to the world. And human design is definitely a part of that. So we're really excited to bring this offering. And if you would like to sign up for that, just shoot me a DM or an email, text me, whatever (laughs) contact info you have for me, and we will get that set up. Thanks so much for listening.